This is Health Unabashed on Healthcare Now Radio, a show that explores the world of health and wellness innovation, empowering sustainability, equity, and access with patients, members, or consumer taking center stage. I'm Greg Masters, executive producer and co-host, and I'm joined by my esteemed colleague, digital health advocate, author, and global thought leader, Gil Bash. Together, we bring you thought-provoking people, groundbreaking ideas, and the transformative companies making a difference. On today's episode, we're excited to have strategist, innovator, and digital health pioneer, Eugene Barokovic. Eugene is an executive venture builder, speaker, and board advisor with a focus on digital health. As co-founder and chief operating officer of YourCoach.Health and former global head of digital health at Bayer, Eugene has his finger on the pulse of the ever-evolving digital health landscape. From the dawn of smartphone-enabled health solutions to today's challenges and opportunities, Eugene brings a rare blend of both intra- an entrepreneurial perspective to the table. Having been an active participant and supporter at cutting-edge innovation conferences such as Health 2.0 and Exponential Medicine, now NextMed Health, and many others, Eugene has honed his skills and insights to make a lasting impact on the industry. And with that introduction, Gil, over to you. Greg, thank you so much for that gracious introduction. I want to remind all of our listeners Greg Masters is not just the executive producer of Health Unabashed. He's also the host of his own wonderful show that actually precedes this program. It's called Pop Health Week, together with Fred Goldstein. And Greg and Fred really explore some of the underbelly issues of our health system. You know, ultimately, this really comes down to making sure people who are in need get the right health and right help when they need it. So Greg, I want to thank you not only for producing this show, but for the work you personally do on the front lines of of the health system and population health on the West Coast. I'm speaking obviously from the East Coast and Eugene, our guest, Eugene Borhovich, who is the co-founder and chief operating officer of Your Coach Health. It's bigger than that. We're going to talk about that in a few moments. But um, I'm not sure, Eugene, are you speaking from the States or from Barcelona today? Today from Barcelona. Uh, so it is much later in the day that I wanted to, but I could not say no to Greg Masters and Gil Bash. So uh, I'm here I, I, with you guys. Bless you, my friend. Bless you. Uh, we can't thank. So this is really a global call because we have obviously New York. We have Barcelona, which has become a major global hub for digital health innovation and California, which is another country. So it's, it's yeah. really, it's really a, a global conversation. Let me, let me tell our listeners a little bit about you though, Eugene, because um, aside from your work with your coach, you have just an incredible legacy in the digital health field. And you're an analyst of the field, most certainly through your uh, podcast programs. I think you've got three programs <laughs> underway right now. Just, you know, just two. One is the DTX and, podcast and one is the shot of digital health therapy. Uh, just two. Well, yeah. I was thrilled to be on the shot of digital health That's therapy right. uh, about three years ago at the start of the, of the pandemic, actually. And that was a great experience. I jumped in. You let your guests in midpoint. And you're you're already a midway conversation. That was a lot of fun. Um, you also are teaching at Harvard University. You've also sat in the global chair at Bear, 
as their head of global digital health. You were a pioneer in that role long before corporations were digging down and realizing that they needed to create um, a more connective community and digital was the way, way to go. You were there with them. Um, you're a serial entrepreneur, a lot of people say, but you're a very practical entrepreneur. And I wanted to explore a little bit with you that today because uh, your coach health is combining the practical reality of the gig economy with the reality that people need to take charge of their health. Probably uh, um, along with our precious, precious investments in home, perhaps in transportation or education, our families, our bodies, our health is probably one of the most important investments we'll ever make in our lives. You go from bear, you and the family pick yourselves up. You go from the lovely garden state, New Jersey, and jump over to Barcelona. First, why Barcelona? <laughs> Good question. I, I, you skipped one part. We've actually been kind of back and forth in Europe for quite a while. So Bayer was uh, in Germany. We started in Dusseldorf, then Berlin. But why Barcelona? Uh, as I finished off um, Bayer, it's actually we, we're thankful to my younger daughter, who was still had two years left in high school, so aka living at home. And um, when when I left there, we kind of said, well, do we go back to U.S.? Do we go back to Amsterdam where we left our hearts, um, you know, or somewhere else? And actually, my younger daughter said, you know, we go to Barcelona twice a year minimum. Uh, we enjoy everything there. Why not Barcelona? So Marina and I, we kind of look at each other and say, why not? Um, you know, real, realizing as I was joining her, your coach, that we really can run the business from anywhere. Granted, we're spending probably 80 plus percent of the time in US now since the US business. Um, having said that, it's great to be here in Barcelona, warm weather, great food, great people. And as you mentioned, a great Barcelona health hub here as well. Yeah, you know, people tend to look at um, obviously uh, London, London, uh, Paris and Germany seem to be, you know, the rising digital health hubs of Europe. But Barcelona is is really very close behind. A lot of great talent, a lot of creative talent there, and I think that you and um, you you and your family being there, obviously that's a big plus for for the community. Um, so I wanted to dive in a little bit with first and foremost your coach, because I I really find it such an appealing enterprise and such a needed enterprise. You know, the the reality is in, in this country, and you cited the United States as being important to your, your business, we're really in the throes of, of an epidemic of pre-diabetes. Um, you no, know, mm -hmm. it's not it's not full-blown diabetes, it's pre-diabetes. People's A1C is climbing, their waistlines are climbing, their their blood glucose is climbing, it's impacting their heart, their heart health, it's impacting certainly their waistlines, I talked about. And and people want alternatives on their on their schedule on their life. What was the what was the motivation to create your coach? Because both of you had such an understanding of the health ecosystem. Yeah, I mean, so my background comes from kind of core healthcare. I've spent some time, almost a decade or so, at a pharmacy benefit management, uh, spent in kind of digital health and consulting, uh, my own startups in between. The um, the trigger for your coach was actually Marina. Uh, and as I you know joke around and she corrects me that it's not a joke, that she was always my boss in real life, but now it's official in business, right? Um, and I joined her on the journey as we officially incorporated in January of 2020. The 
precipice um while we were living in amsterdam marina went through breast cancer she was diagnosed at 37 went through pretty much everything you know chemo radiotherapy mastectomy reconstructive surgery and when the doctors basically said you're good um, in her own words she felt the most broken at the time and you know in that recovery both mentally and physically she discovered health coaching um you know at the time we were already living in germany as she started practicing uh with her own clients locally so you know very much of an expat community and realized that we we're looking for a platform for her to manage her own business right um we looked in the market and there are certainly some practice management solutions out there uh, but we didn't find anything sexy enough and so what do entrepreneurs do they you know build and find you know they find the gap and they build uh, for that gap and and the market fit you know well fast forward to today um we now have over 3000 coaches on the platform we're tracking those coaches across multitude of categories including as you mentioned things like heart health metabolic health uh, mental health kind of brain health broadly and the list goes on um then um you know what what we do we actually leverage a lot of that real world data because health coaching uh, while the industry has been around for 20 odd years um it's still a bit of a wild wild west there's a slew of different certifications and while the national board of health and wellness coaching has been set up and we can get deeper into a lot of that there's still programs that they've accredited, which is 114 schools, but there is probably hundreds of others, right? So if you even go to a class for two weeks, you can call yourself the health coach. So what we bring to the market is we give coaches a platform to manage their own business, um, algorithmically identify the coaches we would want to work with, and we offer those coaches that are qualified uh, opportunities to work with our industry partners. And our industry partners are digital health and health and care companies that either embed or uh, surround their products or services with health coaching. This, you know, this is a very important aspect because I, um, you know, again, you know, you're a globalist. Uh, I'm going to focus just a little bit on the U.S. market for a second. Um, we have a sick care system in place here that we we, we don't engage early enough. We we see the trends. I think. Primary care doctors certainly monitor, um, but I think that they're overwhelmed and they have the opportunity to see a patient maybe two or three times a year if they're fortunate. You know, they they, they come in, they see the bloods, they they try to counsel that patient. They say, look, you know, your your cholesterol has creeped up there. I'm going to put you on a cholesterol-lowering drug. Um, your um, you've you've got to lose some weight. You know, your A1C, your blood glucose is is starting to climb as well. You're going to be heading toward diabetes if you don't do something soon. And then the 15 minute conversation is over and out the door. Um, now, at what point do you think that primary care is going to say, look, maybe I, I engage your coach, maybe your coach becomes my sort of my outsourced solution of, of tracking this patient and getting them, you know, healthier. I give them the number, I give them the website, or the payer even starts to come in with its its providers and just say, look, if you're if you're if your patient reaches this criteria, um the the next step is to get them into some sort of behavioral health program. Because I imagine that's really what your coach is about. It's really a global, easy access behavioral health initiative that is designed to and particularly in this peri-pandemic period 
we're still in a pandemic period, but in this peripandemic period, we're kind of used to Amazon and everything online at this point. Is the care is the care offered through your coach also virtual, or is it more you no know, you no know, sort of matching people up in their neighborhoods? Yeah, so we're not a typical double-sided marketplace. We're not a direct-to-consumer play. Um, what we offer is the opportunities to these amazing coaches. And I like your comment because we're sort of trying to reframe a bit. You know, health coaching has this connotation. I think people are still confused. Is a health coach a fitness instructor? Is it a dietitian, nutritionist? And so we, we're we're obviously educating the market quite a lot. And if you go to yourcoach.health, there's reports, there's deep dives and benefits, science of health coaching, Lots of stuff out there. Just, you know, take a look. But I like you commenting around behavior health. Um, we're actually starting to call health coaches really behavior change agents, right? Um, health coaches uh, and certified and, 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 and great health coaches, number one thing they do is they listen well but also help you extract your kind of internal motivation, understanding what those behavior change techniques could apply to you, right? And help you along that journey. To your point around the diabetes epidemic or, you know, just obesity epidemic in, in general that's leading us to this, we all know what we need to do, right? I mean, really, right? I think if you ask anybody in the street, we all know what we need to do. Unfortunately, we don't have enough time with our doctors, nor are they really the right place. And coaches are not there to replace doctors or nurses or therapists, just to be clear. It's a non-clinical service. Having said that, it is always great. And actually, that's our logo. Our logo is a hito, um, which is a Japanese kanji for a person. It's always great to be able to lean on a person, right? Um, and actually, you know, I know you and I are... Aside being globalist, we're also in very much of a digital health space, and which has been getting quite a lot of uh, banter. Let's put it that way. Um, I was always a big, big, big believer that digital is a way to expand access, but clinical is not enough because we just don't have enough clinicians. And so we look at health coaches are, you know, yes, digital is access, but at some point in your life, you're going to need a person to lean on. And unfortunately, the docs, A, to get even a therapy appointment might take 60 days. Um, and so we're we're here cultivating health coaching. And, I'll, you know, we can talk more about reimbursements, actually, as you mentioned. Just tuning in, you're listening to Health Unabashed on Healthcare Now Radio. Our guest is Eugene Barakovic, co-founder and chief operating officer at yourcoach.health and the former global head of digital health at Bayer. You you come to your coach into you know leading a business, um, you know operationalizing it with a lot of experience of, of the category, and you touched on something. Uh, I, I want to diverge for just a little bit and then get right back to your coach. You know, a lot of people have looked at the uh, paratherapeutic news that they've, they've uh, first they, they put themselves up on the block and then two weeks later declared uh, bankruptcy. And, um, and, and people are wringing their hands saying, oh my goodness, the digital health, the digital health category um, ha um, has, um, has fallen from its lofty throne. And, and, yep. and I, debunk that i refute that uh, completely I refute think, it too yeah I, I, and it's not because i'm a fan of the category um a long-standing advocate it's because i think that what um people are confusing is is the pizzazz of the category 
um, has been thrust to the background. And, and now we're really looking like any therapeutic category. You know, show me the show me the science, show me the outcomes, show me the benefits, show me the value. And for for companies that came in strong with a lot of noise, um, but but not leading with a lot of science, I think it's hard for them to go back and reinvent themselves. I think for those companies that are in the game right now, it's a very clear message. A 510K, which for our listeners mean sort of an FDA approval for a medical device, um, digital health therapy, is, is never going to be the sole replacement for great data. And um, I, I'd be interested in your, your impressions of that yeah. statement. Yeah, I mean, listen, first of all, and I do have to give still kudos to Corey and Pear team. Uh, just uh, again, they've been some of the early trailblazers defining the industry along with many others like David Klein and 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 others, right? Uh, Peter right. Hames. And I actually kind of compare a bit the approaches that Peter took with Big Health, right? And kind of the sleep product as well as Corey. Um, this is to a certain extent a belief system, right? And um, you know, if you look at uh, Peter, who I had on the DTX podcast actually in season one, you know, at least at the time was one of the most studied digital health companies. So you don't necessarily need an FDA uh, approval in order to be a clinically uh, valid or with a solid evidence uh, a company. And you know, Peter took one route, right, uh, with Big Health, and Corey took another route. Um, I would also absolutely agree with you. Um, a bankruptcy of one company that made some potentially wrong moves throughout that journey does not mean the end to the digital therapies, but also even broader digital health. I mean, we're still seeing even in this market deals. We're seeing uh, companies that are bringing value, you know, virtual first care systems. You can argue a lot of those are, you know, kind of in the digital health space. To be honest, I don't even know how to define digital health anymore, right? Because to me, it's health and care in a digital world. And as a matter of fact, I still remember, I think in season one of my DTX podcast, I said, you know, this, you know, will be over when we drop the word digital from the digital therapeutics podcast. It's going to be a therapeutics. And that's how you started with this question. Show me the outcomes, show me large enough outcomes and numbers, um, and I will pay for it. Yeah. I, look, I think that you really hit the nail on the head. Show me, show me the outcomes and I'm going to, I'm going to dive in there. And, you know, I think that in the absence of an ICER evaluation system, you know, I, I often think that uh, people who have to sort of say I'm reimbursing for it, I'm or I'm buying it, they vote, and and clearly here for these offers specifically, they 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 didn't want to lean into it. Um, I, I'm a very big believer that sometimes uh, a, a sort of a shocking a shocking disappointment like pair therapeutics actually is a wake-up call for the, the the players who 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 expect to be leaders of the category. I, I actually do think that the next wave of companies we're going to see out of the gate or who are in the game already, who are making their plans, I, I think we're going to see a, a lot more thinking, a lot more focus on science. I think we're going to see a lot more you no know, quality publications in peer-reviewed journals um, comparing a digital digital therapeutic solution to perhaps a, a tablet or another approach to therapy. So I actually think in a sad way, because I think to your point, Corey and Pear were doing some good things. 
um, and advocating for the category overall. I actually do think we're going to see a lot of positive news um, in the months a year ahead as a result of the sad news. Listen, we all learn from our mistakes. And what I mean, our is just as a ecosystem, right? You know, pushing a lot of, we're all learning from each other. And uh, again, you know, uh, let's hope some of the assets at least uh, end up being used somewhere else, uh, you know, in other organizations with maybe additional proof points and larger sample sizes from uh, evidence perspective. So, you know, I'm wishing the teams and, and the individuals, right? It's never easy to let go of 170 people and close down operations. So, um, it's, you know, it's, that's, it's hard. It's, it's, it's people, hard. it's humans, um, you know, but, but I think we also just maybe kind of bring it back to humans again, right? We, we can t keep talking digital. I think we've almost... You know, we, we always like to say, your coach, you know, human eye is better than AI for the foreseeable future. And what we mean by that is, you know, sure, can the GPT models and learning models, you know, augment us all? Absolutely. But um, that empathy or that decision-making process, you as an individual, right, um, or being able to choose who you want to talk to and being able to lean on an actual person behind, this, behind the, the chat screen, I think it's going to stay for the foreseeable future. Um, and, you know, I, I think in, in healthcare, we're going to leverage a lot of these technologies to augment us all um, just because we can't scale. Right. So, yeah, look, I'm with you hundred percent. I, um, I, I think the human factor is, is never going to be disregarded. And I know a lot of people are wringing their hands right now in terms of no will writers no longer be needed because of chat GPT four and, and then later on five and will, will, will machines be able to recreate the mastery of Leonardo da Vinci? Um, you know, in some regards, yes, but I think those who are creative, it pushes them higher and higher. And, but I want to get to your coach, back to your coach and what you're doing. And I want to ask you, you know, you're, you're not a linear person. You're, you're drawing from the totality of your life experience, your experience um, on boards of companies, your experience from Bear, your, your wife's experience. You know, her, her life experience, which you talk very, both of you talk very openly about how that sort of was a, was a unwelcomed wake up call um, and, and put you into this area. Maybe it made you a little more adventurous. You were already adventurous, but I think when you get a scary, a very scary diagnosis and you've got to go through it, um, you know, it, it, I think it, it makes you much more tolerant to risk and adventure. And the understanding that you know something, if if it doesn't work out exactly as I planned, we'll 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 adapt. We'll figure it out. We'll figure yeah. it out and adapt. And yeah, um, yeah. You, you're a coach. You you you've been expert in amassing uh, coaches and creating quality standards and and taking what has essentially been a cottage industry and creating um, an umbrella for it. You know, Amazon has indirectly done that as well. I mean, Amazon doesn't make a ton of stuff. What they do is they warehouse a ton of stuff. They started with books. They proved their point. You were willing to buy books from them, and then you were willing to buy paper goods from them and other stuff from them. And lo and behold, they built big warehouses and trucking industry. I mean, I, I sort of joke around and say federal Amex is nothing more than Federal Express with stuff to deliver to your house that you asked for. Um, there's no mastery of the business. Yep. Then it's it's trucking. 
right? It's it's personalized trucking. You're you're creating now personalized coaching. There's a supply chain issue embedded in your business. Do you mind sharing with us a little bit of the secret sauce? Yeah, I mean, to be frank, as as you uh, as you kind of alluded to it, uh, Marina and I kind of wake up every morning saying we're going to just figure stuff out. You know, every day it's kind of hashtag startup life, right? There's always new challenges that come. You know, at the end of the day, you could look at us as a personalized health delivery and a logistics business, right? Um, to be frank, we're not at the scale we want to be yet. Right. And that gives us some time to figure a lot of these things out. Um, obviously, this is not machines that you can spin up. These are human beings. Um, and, you know, we pride ourselves in best in class uh, health coaching service. Therefore, um, we look at quality as one of the key components of our metrics. Right. So that's kind of that's one thing that I want to tell the, the second piece of this is obviously, while we're atypical, we're still a double-sided marketplace. So first and foremost, we do give a platform to coaches. We don't promise them work, right? Um, we give them a platform to manage their own business. As they're progressing with their own business, we uh, identify those coaches as potential contractors with us, right? And we want to provide them because coaches are absolutely amazing, amazing coaches uh, focused on behavior change. But um, unfortunately, there's many people that are trying to sell them th things like, you know, business advice to go pour money into Facebook and other things, right? It just It, it just happens almost in any industry, unfortunately. Um, and here we are, um, you know, as you get validated by us, um, there's opportunities to the industry partners, right? So, yes, it, it is a logistical um, challenge that we need to solve as we scale, but we're prepared to scale there. We filed some patents on some matching technologies. We filed some patents on helping coaches level up their skills um, and other things. Uh, so lots more to come, but also just to, you know, place a little bit of the hint while we're not planning to go um, clinical, um, you know, from a doctor perspective, there's, there's plenty of companies that are doing that, you know, um, health coaches as a profession, as I mentioned earlier, been around 20 years, uh, this may, um, actually the MA will be voting on the level three CPT codes becoming level one codes. Now, you know, let's see what happens in May. That's happening between May 4th and 6th. But there's other opportunity. There's so many other health educators and other non-clinical professions. And as we alluded to earlier, people just need help. And doctors, unfortunately, only have those eight minutes. And as much as doctors go in to help individuals, the system, right? And I know we can always say blame the system, but it just, that's how it works. And last thing I say on that, while, you know, we are big believers here and we work with some of the best companies in the digital health space, right? Um, while we're big believers in self-paced tools, those only also go so far, right? You will need a human to lean on. Uh, you know, I think that one of the great aspects is that you've provided a, a digital platform and a practical service. In the few seconds we have left, pretend this were a headline, what's the next chapter for your coach? Our journey in the kind of health and care industry is just in the early stages. So our next chapters, you'll see a lot more from us. We're obviously looking across holistically us as human beings and where human beings need help. And it is from brain health, mental health, gut health, heart health. These are all things that work together and health coaches are here to help. You're a realist. You hail from an industry that is based in science. 
Thanks so much for joining us on Health Unabashed. Bill, thank you for the invite. And that is the last word for today's broadcast. We want to thank our listeners for tuning in. And our very special guest, strategist, innovator, and digital health pioneer, Eugene Barukovic, co-founder and chief operating officer of YourCoach.Health and the former global head of digital health at Bayer. To stay connected with Eugene, go to www.linktr.ee forward slash health Eugene. Follow him on Twitter at Health Eugene and at Your Coach Health, respectively. And for more information on Your Coach Health, check out www.yourcoach.health. For more information about Health Unabashed, head over to our program page at Healthcare Now Radio. Catch our show weekdays at 10.30 a.m., 6.30 p.m., and 2.30 a.m. Eastern, or 7.30 a.m., 3.30 p.m., and 11.30 p.m. Pacific. Do keep the conversation going with Gil and me on Twitter by connecting with us via at Gil underscore Bash, and that's B-A-S-H-E, and Greg Masters, M-P-H, and that's Greg with two G's, and be sure to tag your tweets with Health Unabashed. Until next time, embrace your passion for better health unapologetically. Bye now.